What is it that makes one successful in life? I think that answers the question to today's readings. And I think to ask that question, we have to ask three other underlying questions. Number one, what are your dreams? You know, if you ask somebody who's young, it might be different than somebody who's middle-aged. And you ask somebody who's middle-aged, the answer might be different than somebody who is old and retired. What are your dreams? Because your dreams are part of your success. The second question you have to ask is, what are then your goals? How do my goals get met to actualize my dreams? That's going to help us to understand our success story. And the third question we need to ask is, what is God calling us then to do? These three questions need to formulate what the answer to success is all about. You know, I have a friend who leads Bible studies. He does it with teenagers. He does it with college students. He does it with adults. And he's actually a lay person. And, you know, he asks these questions, difficult questions, all the time. And recently, I was, he was telling me how he asked somebody, what is God calling you to do? And the person's response was, I am called to be famous. Okay, that's quite bad. So after probing it out, he found out that the person constantly prays every day for fame. That's what that person is asking God for. So this person asks, why then be famous? And as he's asking this question to this student, the student responds, so I can tell others about Jesus. Do we have to be famous to evangelize? Do we have to be famous to tell others about Jesus? Mother Teresa was probably one of the poorest of the poor people in the world who made Jesus known and loved because her dreams, her goals, her vocation was lived for God. And as that was, she remained in Him as God remained in her. And that's why I think so many people think they have to become famous and maybe become a musician or become a songwriter or become start singing music to become famous. But the question we would have to ask is, is that God's desire for you? Or is that your own personal desire? There might be a lot of people who pray for fame, who pray for power, who pray for honor, who pray for prestige. If the Lord wants you to have these things to build and expand His kingdom, He will give them to you. But if we're praying and we're running into a dead-end road and there's no response, the truth is we need to love God more 
and seek Him first in all things, to serve Him and everything else will fall in place. Today we are challenged with the reading to remain in Him as He remains in us. So in other words, without loving Christ, in our motivation, whatever it is for our hopes, our dreams, our success, our goal, without Him, we will never accomplish anything. We will not accomplish nothing. And that's why the Gospel today is one of my favorites. I am the vine. You are the branches. Apart from me, you cannot bear fruit. And how many times in our life do we try to bear fruit separated from God? I think we have to look at that as we explore our hearts today at this Holy Eucharist. Because today at the Last Supper, Jesus is transitioning in the Gospel from the Last Supper on Holy Thursday to the Garden of Gethsemane. And obviously He's trying to tell His apostles in between Abide in me. Abide in me. What does that mean? How is that lived? That means we are connected to God. And that's why Jesus says tonight, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit. Notice, there is two conditions here. To remain in Him means we don't live a sinful life. To remain in Him means we stay connected to Him. To remain in Him means we have habits that include Him in our goals, in our dreams, in our vision, in our success. Because if we remain in Him and He in us is when we will bear fruit. And remaining in Him and He in us is all about a relationship and producing this fruit together with the help of God. Because without Him, he goes on to say, we can do nothing. Now there are many people in the world today who do great things, who do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And they're doing it for personal gain, for personal power, for personal honor, for personal recognition. But we need to define what great is because that is a stumbling block. Without God, nothing is great. You can make all this money in the world and without Jesus at the end of your life, you're not successful. And that's why our daily habits again have to include things that are for Jesus. Because great things in your eyes might not be great things in the eyes of Almighty God. And the danger in the world today is disconnecting ourselves from God. And what happens when we disconnect ourselves from God? We disconnect ourselves from life that comes from the vine and flows into the branches into you and me. And that's why today's second reading is going to be so important. Because the second reading says, 
the way that we know we remain in him St. John tells us is from the spirit he gave us this spirit that he breathed into his apostles on the night of the last supper the apostles received that spirit as he gave them the priesthood it was through the priesthood that he breathed the Eucharist into the world, his precious body and blood. And it's only through the Eucharist that transforms us inside and out to become like Christ. Today's first reading is beautiful. I love Acts of the Apostles. I wish it was read outside of the Easter season. Every week I just want to make the Acts of the Apostles my homily. Because in Acts of the Apostles, the apostles are going out into a world that is not Christian. And they're teaching the people what it means to be a Christian. And today they're having this man named Saul, who they know killed St. Stephen. This man who persecuted Christians, who was a Jewish people, who arrives on the scene in Jerusalem. Before his conversion, people were deadly afraid of him. Because if you were a Christian, he'd have killed you. Imagine this man named Saul before his conversion. He might have been great in the eyes of Jews, but was he great in the eyes of God? I don't think so. And when we're not great in the eyes of God, we're not great at anything. This man Saul today shows up in Jerusalem. He's had his conversion. And what does it say in the first reading? People were afraid of him. Why? They knew who the man was before he encountered Jesus Christ. Why? They had a lack of trust in him. But today, because he's full of the Holy Spirit, he's going to speak boldly. He's going to speak hard, difficult truths. Because he is connected to the vine. He's not going to water the vine down. He's not going to do that. Because you know what makes St. Paul, the great St. Paul, that Saul wasn't? He was connected to the church after his conversion. He was connected to the sacraments. He was connected to a life of faith. He was connected to God. And he was connected to community. I want you to look at yourselves and myself. Where do we disconnect? You know, I got people right now that say, you know, I don't have to come to church as a community. Really, is that great in God's eyes? I don't think so. God wants his family to come together. But church is empty tonight. Why? Obviously, there's problem going on, but hopefully that's not the reason. Hopefully people are not staying away because they don't want to be community. Maybe some people are lacking faith. Maybe they just don't believe in God. Maybe God, they've been praying for faith for so long and God has not answered their prayer that they've given up on God because God is not hearing and answer prayers because they're asking for selfish motives. Maybe people have given up on the sacraments because they don't understand the life of heaven every time we come to the sacrament. We receive the life of God. And that's why what St. Paul has that Saul did not have is so attractive. 
Today, as we look into ourselves, where do we disconnect from the vine? I'm going to throw out an acronym tonight. I think all of us need to look at Because the acronym is HABITS. There are habits we need to form to remain connected to the vine. Because without these habits, we're disconnected in one way or another. And if I were to nick this leaf tonight from the vine off of this plant, I guarantee by tomorrow morning this thing would be dead. That's what happens when we disconnect from God. What does the H stand for in the acronym HABITS? It stands for Holy Hour. A daily committed prayer time. Now for those that are starting out, I never say start out at an hour. But Holy Hour, 10 minutes, what is God doing in your life today? How is He acting? Because this past week, I was meeting with some Christian who is full of fear about dying. And this person is saying, Father, I pray all day, every day. Well, then why are you fearful of dying? Dying is basically falling asleep and waking up in the arms of Jesus. If you're praying all day, every day, that should not be a problem. Because we're not aware of what God will do. Because we're not aware of what God is doing in our prayer. We're not aware of how God is touching our life. And with Holy Hour, folks, I'm going to throw a pinch out because our Holy Father, Pope Francis, has asked us during the month of May to pray a rosary every single day for the end of COVID. Imagine the one billion plus Catholics in the world praying in community for a common purpose. What we can do together with the help of God, with Our Lady interceding for us. But all begins with prayer. And that's why H is for Holy Hour. A is accountability. All of us need accountability in our various areas of our life. Who is the one person in this spiritual life that can help us to carry our cross? Who is the one person that can help us be accountable? That we are connected to the vine and that we can share our hearts with them. All of us need a Simon of Cyrene. Even our Lord needed one. And that's why, who is that person in your life to help you to stay connected? B is for the Bible. The Bible reading is entering this story. Entering the story, not as a spectator, but maybe as one of the apostles. Today, if Jesus looks at you and says, I am the vine, you are the branches, what do you say in response to him? You don't just say, well, that's nice, Jesus. Have a nice day. I'm done. Maybe we need to talk to him about, where have I disconnected from you, Lord? Where in my life am I not bearing fruit that you still desire me to grow more? Because if I'm not growing, I'm starting to die. And if I die, I cease to exist. And it all begins by daily Bible reading. I is investment. Investment into the life of the parish, the Bible studies, the different things that go on for adult education. Also tithing, using our gifts and our talents. This all helps everybody to stay connected to the vine. Even the beautiful music we hear tonight is a gift and a talent that if somebody that was not here last week to sing, we have at least that tonight. And how much more beautiful it is when people sing because we can praise God that much more. 
Investment is all about the I. The T in habits is telling others about our faith. Telling others about our Jesus story. What God is doing. Maybe we can talk about the Saul when we lived without God. Where we encountered God. And how God transformed us to move into the future. And obviously the S is all about the sacraments. The sacraments is where we encounter the divine help we need. Folks, if we are living habits, our hearts should be at peace. We should have no anxiety, we should have no fear, we should have no doubt. Because if we're living the habits, those things we just talked about, peace starts to well up within. How do we know this? Because when we align our lives with God's, the devil cannot make peace. The world cannot make peace. Peace begins when we align our heart with God. And when our hearts start to find peace, joy starts to radiate. Tonight, you have the joy of the gospel. You have the joy of the Lord. Or are we just showing up in person? Because that's what we do. God tonight challenges us to grow, to grow closer to the vine, that we may bear the bigger branches, that we may bear more fruit. It is then that we are successful. Many people measure success in the eyes of the world. That's not at all what God desires for you and me. The only way you and I will be successful is if we make it to eternal life. And that begins living the habits. The habits, the holy hour, who is the one who holds me accountable? What about the Bible reading? How do I invest in my parish? How do I tell others the good things God is doing for me? And do I desire to receive the sacraments? At least weekly or even more often than that. That's when we stay connected to the vine. That's when others are become attracted to the living God living in us. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. Amen.